Operations on air. 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 We're back again with Operations on Air, the podcast from the truck manufacturing division, including logistics and spare parts distribution for the Volvo Group. Today, I will speak to Jenny Westermark, Senior Vice President, Production Logistics. So happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Melinda. Really nice to be here with you today. So you knew already, Jenny, when you graduated that Volvo is the place to be. Uh, and then you invited yourself to the Tuve plant in Gothenburg and landed a job in logistics. And following that road, you worked with uh, logistics in India, commuting back and forth. You've handled logistics in the Wacol plant in Australia, in the Bourgogne-Bresse plant in France, back to Tuve again, into the region, and now you're in the executive management team for our division. And looking at this CV, I need to ask you, what is your motivation? What is your drive? Well, I think starting at Volvo, it was very much about curiosity and to be at the big international company. Uh, I really wanted to see the world. And nowadays, it's uh, more the fact that I'm very driven by my values and uh, I really want to make a difference. And uh, our sustainability journey is extremely important to me. You wanted to make a difference uh, for sure in 2020. I saw that with my own eyes. We were both working in Tuve, Gothenburg. And the pandemic came and you took the initiative to start our own production of protective visors for the healthcare. Uh, and that became a whole movement within uh, the Volvo plants. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I mean, reflecting back on, on those weeks, I think we all felt such an eager to be able to su support the society in any kind of forms. And uh, we came up with this idea and uh, it was really a, a small local initiative. And uh, quite quickly we had all Volvo sites joining into our initiatives. And uh, in just a few days then we were able to uh, produce more than 150,000 visors. And uh, I quite often reflect on, on our ability to have such a speed and what we actually can accomplish when we are trusted to act. Yeah, it was quite, quite an amazing experience, I have to say, building up a production line uh, for such a small thing compared to the big trucks. Yeah, but yeah it's something indeed. that I will uh, always remember and carry with me. And actually, when I go to my own uh, healthcare provider, the visor is on the wall. They still have them. Oh, really? Yes. Good to hear. <laughs> so when you had your first expatriate uh, mission going to Wacol, Australia, you were quite young. Was that challenging for you? Well, first, I, I would like to say that Australia is such a fantastic country and, and the people are so warm and, and welcoming. But I think for me personally, it was my first leadership role. I was very young and obviously quite uh, unexperienced. And uh, now looking back on those years, uh, I personally struggle quite a lot to balance the workload in a healthy way and, and setting the priorities. And uh, yeah, I, I think I took a lot uh, quite personally, actually. And what helped you to get through that situation? 
I was very lucky. I had strong support from senior colleagues back in Sweden. And uh, when I reached out to, uh, to ask for help, they, they really came and uh, together they uh, helped me to, to build a roadmap forward and, and really guided me uh, on my journey uh, in Australia. So that, that was uh, outstanding from their side. Mm. So I think um, what I know today about uh, the need to really create a solid problem solving culture and um, all about lean manufacturing, how, how that actually can help when you are in such a situation. It's, it's so valuable. Yeah, for sure. It is uh, the mindset to adopt, really. Then you went to France. A bit more experience in your backpack. What were the challenges in France? Well, uh, the real challenge was uh, quite a basic uh, part. The, the fact was that I, I mean, I didn't know the language. I, I didn't know a single word of French, actually. And uh, at the time when this position of logistic director came available to, and to apply for, I had uh, a very encouraging manager who himself were French. And uh, he saw uh, things in me uh, and believed in my abilities and my capabilities to, to take on that position. And uh, making a long story short, he pushed me out of my comfort zone. And uh, in, in the end, I dared to apply. And he probably convinced also the site to, uh, to uh, take me as their first candidate. And um, uh, I must say, I had a fantastic warm welcoming from the management team in Borg and, and they really included me and make it so much extra effort to, to be open for the differences and, and uh, yeah, they truly included me uh, in the team and um, we as a family, we prolonged our stay there and um, yeah, France is very, very close to my heart and we have so many good memories both professionally and, and then privately for the family. Et aujourd'hui, est-ce que tu parles français Oui, un peu, oui. <laughs> so, when it comes to leadership then, do you have any role models I, I think there is so many fantastic leaders out there to, uh, to be inspired from. And uh, I have this uh, lady, uh, the former prime minister in New Zealand, uh, Jacinda Arden. You know, she was extremely young when she came into that uh, position and she also had uh, uh, a child during uh, her time at uh, prime minister. And uh, she really dares to take actions on very important items. She works really hard then for uh, mental health and uh, against the violence and also very much focusing then on the climate change. Mm. And, you know, New Zealand is also one of the first countries that are looking into other measures beyond GDP. Mm. And uh, that is really to find uh, ways to consider other things than economic growth and, and what really defines the society and, and the well-being of the society. That's really interesting. I had no clue. But then, of course, I have role models very close to me. I, I think, you know, my colleague uh, Sandra Fenier, uh, being plant manager here in, in Tuve. 
Uh, she's doing such a fantastic job to really drive the inclusion and the diversity agenda out there and trying really to incorporate the whole society mm. and uh, yeah, she drives that with so much energy together with her management team. Mm. So two purpose-driven females. Yes. <laughs> How do you think that we are doing in Volvo Group when it comes to female leadership? Uh, it's high on our agenda. I, I think we have very clear targets. We know what we need to do and we are progressing. Then we are progressing maybe more in certain countries than others. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we have so many different initiatives to, uh, to assure that we as leaders drive this journey together. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, of course, when you look at the statistic, we still have a long way to go. Yeah, I agree with you. Are there differences in male versus female leadership, according to you? Well, I can only talk from my own experience, and I'm not sure there is uh, such gender differences as such, but um, what I have experienced is very much more connected to the context, the different cultures, behaviors. Uh, so... Um, it, it might be, and I know you, you can read a lot about uh, gender leadership and so on, but I, I think this, the culture difference and the expectations and so on is also um, drivers on, on, on management styles. Mm. Uh, so diversity in a way. And, and Karin Svan, our chief controller, she spoke last month about common sense, that it needs to be common, that we need to have not just one opinion, but many opinions in order for the sense to become common sense. How do you look upon diversity in management team, having worked in, in uh, so many countries? Well, I, I think it's uh, definitely a must. Actually, I have this story that I, I went to an all-girls school for one year. So I know how it is when you, when you have not, so to say, a mixed team. And I think it's extremely important that we take all different perspectives into account. And I, I think that the most important actually is that each individual is seen and heard and listened to and <clears throat> that we have an environment where everybody really can flourish and, and be the best of themselves. Because then the engagement will come and, and the contribution from, from the complete team will be there. So other than diversity then, what are some other important leadership qualities according to you? Well, uh, number one, I think, is really to be able to uh, have a clear vision and really to inspire the organization on, on where to go. Uh, but then it's, it's really about this leading with heart and head and uh, also to be authentic and, and true uh, to the team. So, uh, yeah, being able to inspire but really know where, where you're coming from as well. Mm. Sense-making, empathy... Authenticity. A good conclusion there. You brought a song for us to describe leadership and diversity. Which one is that? Well, it is uh, an old song from uh, 2002 with uh, Christina Aguilera. It's uh, beautiful. And, uh, you know, this song really uh, incorporates everything... Uh, that you sometimes can feel uh, when you are struggling. And uh, it's really about not being too hard on yourself and, and really embracing 
all the, the strengths that you have as a person. Mm, it has a line that says, wear the song inside the tune, full of beautiful mistakes. And that's just how it is, I think. And it's all about life, I think, yeah. living it from where it is. If you were to speak directly to uh, any young woman listening to this podcast, and maybe she's aspiring to take on a leadership role in the future, what is your advice to her? Well, I, I think it's it's really about being true to yourself and as well nice. Uh, be clear on your values and uh, then go ahead and live your dreams with uh, with confidence and determination. And uh, it's extremely important that you you are in an environment where you feel yourself can really live out and be the best of yourself. Are you in an environment where you can be the best of yourself and fulfilling uh, a purpose? Absolutely. I, I uh, love every day here. Thank you so much for joining today and thank you everyone for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe and you'll be notified about future episodes. See you next time. <laughs>